Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Bradfoe Show. It's me, Coop. How you doing? It's How you Coop. doing? It's me, Coop. I'm joined by Sammy. Sammy, what's good? How I'm you doing? Good. I'm hanging out with Coop. Oh, I'm hanging out with Sammy. Look at that. Here we are. Two Who guys. Two guys talking socks. But today is November 6th when we are recording. When you're listening, hopefully November 7th. I mean, if you're not listening when this is dropped, that's most likely because you are not subscribed yet. So please subscribe right now. Mm-hmm. And if right. you are not subscribed, it's a reflection on you, and we will gaslight you until you subscribe. Yep. So ready? Wait, Sammy, we're going to stop right now. We're going to give the people a second. They're going to scroll up, right? You're scrolling up on your phone. Yep, you're opening it. Oh, you had it off in your pocket? Lame. Yeah. All right, you're opening up whatever app, hopefully the Odyssey app. If there's another app that you use, you're probably scrolling up, and you're going to find the little Brad Fo show name. You're going to tap on that little link. There yep, you see it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, there you go. And it brought you to our homepage. You see that little subscribe thing that you haven't hit yet? Hit it. Hit it. If you Hey, if you were gullible enough to follow us along and you're already subscribed, thank you. Hit it again. Just keep like subscribe, resubscribe. Unsubscribe and then resubscribe. Keep doing that for about an hour and you'll be a better human being. It's going to work your finger. You're going to be stronger. Go climb or something. I don't know. Be Alex Honnold. If you want to be a better rock climber, You'll subscribe to our podcast that's about baseball. Yep. Anyway. So on that note, thank you. Yeah, thanks for subscribing. Thanks. Um, and now we're, let's get on with the episode because as I was saying today, as we're recording, November 6th, it is free agency day and nothing has kind of happened. A lot of releases. Yeah, we got a, a lot of, lot of releases, a lot of a lot of fishies out in the sea now. It was a small trade. The Mariners and someone swapped minor leaguers. So the whole baseball was, was talking about that. Craig Council is now counseling the Cubs. Uh, Mark Canna got traded somewhere. That escapes me, but he got traded. Seattle, they're big into Canna. Yep, they love Canna Biss, and we love baseball. So. Yep. Finally, but I am very excited the free agency started. We as Red Sox fans have not had much to talk about aside from the GM search for a while. And, you know, most stuff doesn't happen until after Thanksgiving, but we're getting closer. Stuff could happen. Stay by your phones. You never want to be the last person to find out. My, my phone literally just buzzed as you said that. that Anything happen? Um, MLB, that's uh, rookie of the year finalist. Maybe they should catch up uh, a little past daddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like now, like, I don't, did you turn notifications on for passing yet? 
I don't have my Twitter notifications on because I feel like I'll constantly be on my phone. But this I is do literally have, this is this is what we were just talking about. Yeah, this I do is, have yeah. passive notifications on on Twitter, but I don't have Twitter notifications on. So when I go on Twitter, I'll see Passon's tweets, but okay. I won't get a notification if I'm not logged in. It's just a good way for me to not spend too much time on that godforsaken app. No. Um, Rob broke some news ahead of even the trade deadline. Uh, Joe Kelly, friend of the program. He is now a free agent. He's free in the sea. Uh, I believe he said, though, to Rob on the Baseballs and Boring podcast, plug God, um, he wants to stay on the West Coast. It's likely, I don't know, any team that was just in the World Series because he wants to still contend because he's a psycho like that. He's not just trying to cash a check. Yeah. Um, and we love that about him. I would love it better if he wanted to come to the East Coast, come home. Yeah. Hey, West Coast, top two coasts. I'd put East Coast ahead of it, but that's bold. Like, yeah. What about Gulf, Gulf Coast? Uh, that's also a coast. It is. Mm-hmm. Where is it one or three? Uh, top three. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Thank, that's a great power ranking there, sir. Uh, but on that note, We've got to start speculating, right? Are yes. we speculating? Yes, that's my thing. That's what that's I your do. Thing. My wheelhouse is speculating on things that probably won't happen. Let's go. Like I Joe sell, Kelly coming to the Red Sox. I sell the people fake stuff. But it's fun uh, for everyone. Is it? Some people get really worked up. Some people get so mad at me. I posted it. I didn't even post a trade idea. I posted Alex Verdugo's face next to Jonathan India. And a bunch of people were like, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? India oh, sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Verdugo's great. He's a finalist for the gold glove. You can't people trade him. Forget. People forget. So people apparently forget. I forget. But, hey, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's all right. I forgive you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but we're talking about some speculations from uh, the Mass Live boys, Katillo, uh, a little bit of Mick A, Mick Adams, and... Chris Smitty. Chris yes. Smitty. What a do you know what his son's name is? Awesome name. Smitty? Smitty? No. No, that would be awesome. For I think it would be the fourth child, third child for him. But whatever next child it is, Smitty Smitty. Yeah. I've got so many kids. I know what it's like. Yeah. Um, but Cooper. No. Shout out. Oh, Cooper? Nice. Yep. Shout no, out to my guy. That's uh, your Cooper, name. No, these are three, three good ones. Three journalists. Future Hall of Famer. I'll say that. I'll make that take right now. Do it. Cooper Do it. Smith, future Hall of Famer. So but, you got Smitty, McAdam, Cotillo, three of our highly regarded Red Sox reporters. And this shout article, out Mass Live. This article um, Mass Live is right up our alley. So first question that they come off of, and it's their text line thingamabob that they're doing. Um, cool. The most expensive free agent the Red Sox signed this winter is, and you were saying you agree with the Cotillo here. Oh, yeah, well, let, let's give them the responses. So Smith and McAdam both said Yoshinobu Yamamoto, which is obviously the guy that everybody in Red Sox Nation wants for very good reason. The kid is a freak, and he's only 25. Chris Cotillo, however, said the most expensive free agent the Red Sox will sign is Aaron Nola, veteran innings eater and i could not agree more i think that is exactly what's going to happen i think they're going to be in on yamamoto the interest kings 
but eventually he's going to sign elsewhere. I think he's going to sign for more than people think. I see low 200s is the prediction right now. I bet he goes for like 250 million. There's going to be a bidding war. 25-year-old ace potential. That's never on the free agent market. So I think the Red Sox will pivot to Aaron Nola. I know it's not a, a sexy signing compared to Yamamoto, but veteran, innings eater. He's done it before, experienced. I think it's a good fit with the Red Sox. I think, uh, I think you're all wrong. Okay, who's the... Oh, my God. Come wow. on. There we go, baby. There we okay, go. Spoiler alert. Who's going to play? Otani. Come to Boston. Otani. Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. Sign the check, John Hank. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's 400-something million. That's going to put him at the very top, no? How much, how much would you say Shohei Otani is going to fetch on the free agency market? 450. I'm going to go 475. I okay, but to be totally honest with you, I think there is almost no chance he signs with the Red Sox. I just no, no, but I can, I can, I like living in this world. They need pitchers, I like being to improve their defense, and they need right handed bats. Nope, nope, nope. Has has Shohei Otani won a Cy Young? No, but he's a good pitcher, but he's not pitching next year. There's potential for him to get his Cy Young and go for like the triple crown of everything because he would have what a batting title. He would have. It's not happening, Coop. Shohei's not gonna happen. I hope if it happens, I'll be Cy Young. I'll be so Red Sox. It's not gonna happen. John Henry gets the entire Japanese market. You are gonna get Kyle Gibson, and you are gonna like it. Ah. So I think Aaron Nola, my pick, jokes aside, Aaron Nola, I think, is going to sign with the Red Sox for right around $200 and people are going to hate it at first, but I think that's a smart signing. A lot of the issues last year with the pitching staff came down to starters not going deep, which hurt the bullpen. Aaron Nola, known for going deep. He'll save your bullpen. He'll give you quality innings. Good fit. 30 years old, too. He's not like an old guy. He's 30. So I That's that's the thing. I like that he's in kind of like his prime. You don't have to commit too long-ish to him. It's a horse. Everyone Back needs a horse. Horse. Let's go. That was good. That was. Wait, one more time. That's that's okay. Aaron Nola on a horse riding up to Boston from Philadelphia. Paul Revere is Aaron Revere. Aaron Paul, Paul Nola? Nola. Yeah. Paul Nola. Paul Nola. So Aaron Paul Nola. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, moving on, moving on. Yeah, that was All right. So, what's the next? What's the next uh, hypothetical they give us here? Uh, oh, do we want to do no? Nah. Do we, eh. oh, here's an interesting thing. We can go if you, if you scroll up to the, uh, Ooh, the first. I like <sighs> quickly. Boston's quickly opening up, day rotation will be com- comp- uh, bleh, compromised. Comprised of over Chris Cotillo's projected starting rotation. Okay. If this is the starting rotation for the Red Sox, I will cry tears of joy, probably drown and come back to life just to witness the Red Sox. He's got Aaron Nola, George Kirby, Brian Bayo, Chris Sale, and Lucas Giolito. Good God. That's an unbelievable rotation. Obviously, I don't see it happening. I'm a little bit more yeah, conservative that's... on the side of like free agents, but holy shit, man. Can you imagine? The price of George Kirby is going to be absurd as it should be but i I mean it's fun to dream if that's the red sox rotation i'm picking them to win the world series next year that's unbelievable 
I just don't see like I don't see no Aaron Nola coming here. That's really? my like big yeah, I like because I like not um Otani is a joke. I like that as a bit. I'm gonna keep running it because it's a nice little bit of idealism I can have in my day, and like I need a little bit of that in my life because the Pats are sucking every bit of life out of me. Celtics. Celtics, Bruins Celtics. kid. Um but I do think they're going to try and spend on Yamamoto. Like, I think Yamamoto is a very big, real, like, I think that's realistic. I do think yeah, the ownership group, I think, want the Japanese market. Like, that is a big part of that. Yeah. I don't and, think that's, like, undeniable. To be clear, just because I say I don't think the Red Sox are going to end up with Yamamoto, it's not unrealistic to think they will. They're definitely going to be in on him. We already know that. They've got the money. I just don't know if they're willing to spend it because I think most of us agree they need two starting pitchers and if you're spending 250 million on one ah, it's a tough sell to get another but look i hope i'm wrong then it I makes it, it then it would make your other guy a little bit more like palatable i think giolito yeah man i mean if they go big with yamamoto and then the second guy is like you know not super exciting someone like giolito i'd be cool with that just because you think about it you're gonna have yamamoto for what seven eight years in his like as talk he's dirty talk dirty to me my god so you know if the second guy's giolito i won't be thrilled but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pitch a fit over those two so we'll see yeah that's that's champagne that was so big of champagne problems yeah no, no comparing kidding. yamamoto and no I, I don't know which one oh. people giving uh giolito crap for last year he was on a dysfunctional white Sox team then he gets traded to a dysfunctional angels team and then like a month later he's traded again to cleveland so like it's i don't hate buying low on him i know people are going to give me crap for it but buying low on a guy who's had success it's fine it's fine um real quick let's, let's see let's see mcadam's rotation he so had me. yoshinobu yamamoto Jordan Mon okay, yeah, I did actually want to bring this one up. Jordan Montgomery, Brian Bayo, Chris Sale, Cutter Crawford. Uh, I remember talking to you before this uh, about like Jimmy Montgomery is not becoming anything but a Yankee. I've even with everything that like Cashman has said about him, I believe he said he will never be a starter in the Yankee rotation. Was the quote? Is that verbatim or something? I don't um, know. That's so bad if he said it's, that. Yeah, I could see it's that. It's pretty close. I, I think Jordan um, Montgomery's price went up a lot after this postseason. He was nails other than his last outing. I think the Yankees are desperate for pitching right now after everything that happened. I think they need offense, but I think, you know, they just cut loose uh, Jermaine. So, is no. Jermaine or Hermaine? When is he? Uh, they, they cut loose Severino and Domingo Herman. So they, they cut two guys so they, they need starters as well but they're not in the situation the red Sox are in they have an ace like garrett cole say what you want about him the guy's unbelievable yeah as long as if you can have garrett cole like that's a win a week yeah at the very that's least probably the best like you know sorry red Sox fans that's probably the best starting pitcher in major league baseball so yeah yankees are in a different situation but there are some parallels with the red Sox. so i hope jordan montgomery doesn't go there because that's a nightmare to face him but i could see it it's not that good. i for the for the whole like baseball narrative thing i think that would be an incredible story just like him going yeah. back as like an fu to cashman and then just dominating man i want I, I want the yankees to be good i need them to be good so that i can hate them like i had no emotions towards the yankees this year and i hated it like i want that's why i, I wanted i wanted machado to become a yankee so bad there's oh, like i so don't hate there's so not many like garrett cole i don't like i don't hate him 
It's yeah. not like a knee rod type thing. See, I, I can't Machado in pinstripes. Oh, they would oh, be bloodlust. I would have loved that. I would have loved to hate him. See, Aaron Judge, way too nice. Way too nice and likable. Yeah. Like, I Great want team. you to, like, like bring up, like, throw a puppy or something. Do something really messed up so I can hate you. Really messed up? Throw a puppy. Um, Anchorman. All right, let's see this last rotation. Okay. That's... This is Smitty's rotation. We're coming into Smitty's rotation. So far, I might have liked the... Uh, like Adams wow. even more, you know? Um, this is a little incomplete. So we got Yamamoto. I think Mick Adams makes it's probably the most logical, but I also, that's my, the whole issue is Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, dude. Every time my phone buzzes. So Smith's got the same rotation as McAdam, but actually, no, it's a little different. Yamamoto, Bayo, Cutter, Trade Edition, Chris Sale, and Lucas Giolito. That's kind of the I feel like trade edition is a cop out. Yeah, it's a cop out. Come on, Smith. He hasn't been in the league for two seasons. Regardless, uh, <laughs> anything with Yamamoto at the top looks good. So I'm cool. Uh, yep. Mm. Yeah. Check in my box. Thank you, Chris Smitty. Um, but on that note, do you want to move on to the, the bold trade? Yes, let's do it. The trades, baby. The trades. Um, McAdam trading Alex Redugo. See, I don't think that's bold at all. I think if you no. read the tea leaves, it's pretty clear that he's uh, he's not. So here's what I disagree with. Smitty has Verdugo and a top prospect for a controllable starting pitcher. I can't think of a single team with a pitcher that fits that description. I don't know if I'm forgetting someone. Because here's the thing. If they're going to take Verdugo, it's got to be a team that fancies themselves as contenders, but also has a surplus of pitching so maybe seattle milwaukee mm. i guess those two are but like i don't know how much would it would have to be like meyer or anthony along with verdugo if they want to have a chance at like a logan gilbert or a george kirby even so i was i was just coming through an article from brad foe um and the whole point is that so the quote that he had from Tom Werner is, you know, that they're, you know that we're going to have to be full throttle in every possible way. You need great players. It's not about selling the team. It's about having great players. So that's why I like that quote there where it's, I'm just going to bring it up on screen. I don't know why I'm dilly-dallying with this. Um, the whole part where he says it's not about selling the team. I think that's the key in the fact that they're going to be packaging guys off. And like, that's why I said like Chris sale, I think might be someone who you see depart from the team. Uh, Chris sale I, is a guy you trade so that you can make a free agent signing or extend someone. Exactly. You know? like, that's a trade you offload him, but you probably have to like, like let's say they trade him to the Mets. That would be sale and a prospect to the Mets for nothing. So you're basically paying them to take the money. So you can to free something. up for her. Shohei Otani. There we go, baby. There we go. Thank you, Bradfo, for the great work. You're getting that quote for me so I could uh, alley-oop and dunk that Shohei Otani into it's this. It's a weird thing with this situation, though. With the guys that the Red Sox do have that they can trade on the Major League roster, it's going to be a really niche fit, if that makes sense. Like, Sale would have to go to a team with a lot of money that needs prospects, Mets, and then Verdugo would have to Rangers? go to Rangers. And they're... 
they just won the World Series. Are they really going to take on a big comment? Yeah, but look at the pitchers that they have right now. One of them is destined to fail. So if you just keep throwing Band-Aids on it, you can maybe salvage another like <laughs> ALs West. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude, DeGrom is... Oh, oh, what but that's even more reason. Like, why would they do that? You already got Jacob DeGrom. Now you want to have Sale? You're going to be Yeah, but like- both injury like prone. You can have one guy like Chris Sale is known to do the rover thing. So he's he'd be up for that if he's going to be contending for a World Series team. I guess, I guess. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. Craig Breslow's got a tough gig, man. <laughs> have fun. Have fun, Craig. Yeah. Uh, I, I would never. We talked about this already that I would never want that. Um, but I guess, I mean, is there, who, who do you think would be a sneaky trade? A sneaky trade? I think a sneaky would Will, trade would, be- would Willier Abreu be expected or no? See, I think Willier Abreu is the exact kind of guy that you deal because you like him. Of course, he had a really good cup of coffee in the majors, but that's exactly why he's valuable. You got His a stock is at its peak. Yeah. You got a surplus of outfielders. Um, Willier is one of them. He's young. He's talented. Does a little bit of everything. That's the kind of guy that a team, a rebuilding team, would take because he's, you know, young, controllable. I don't have to explain it to you, you know. So, um, yeah, he, he's someone I could see traded. Verdugo, very different, but I could also see him being traded. Expiring deal, a little disgruntled. Seems like the relationship has uh, tethered Sour. a bit. Yeah, so he's probably gone. I don't think they'll trade Rafaela because, they force, first of all, they like him a lot. Second of all... Eddie Romero has been praising him forever. There's yeah, no... in like. The amount of the amount of talk we've given, I've given to Eddie Romero and how much he's should be involved with the front office. I think he's probably going to have a better say in the front office now, just because everyone's been clamoring for it. Yeah. He's going to do everything in his power, I think, to have Rafaela get up yeah. to the majors. So the defense of the team sucked last year. Rafael helps with that. They don't have a lot of right-handed bats. Rafael helps with that. And his cup of coffee offensively in the majors wasn't great. I know the numbers on the surface look fine, but if you look at the metrics, it was kind of a lot of, uh, you know, soft contact that he, I don't want to say he got lucky, but well-placed hits. So, yeah, I would. I think Rafael is going to stick around. Wouldn't be crazy to see him get traded, but if I had to guess, I'd say he sticks around and guys like Willier Abreu and uh, Verdugo are the ones who are shipped out. Could also see Duran getting shipped out as well, so... They've got a lot you of just, options. You just named you just named like the half the team. Yeah, well, say. that's half the outfield. I I don't think Yoshida is going to get traded, and I don't think that Rafael is going to get traded. But the other three, Abreu, Duran, Verdugo, I could see all of them being dealt in a different way. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but on that note, yo, yo, I just lost internet. Wow, we need that. Sick. <laughs> Um, Do we still have what we what we already did? I hope, yeah, on Streamyard, and we would be recording. It's uh, I, I still haven't stopped it, so I think it's still going. It says um, uploading recordings on my end, so maybe. Okay, so it probably killed it. Um, that's cool. Oh, like we lost it? No, like we'll have it. Oh, just have to stitch them together. Oh, okay. I'm just mostly focused on what just happened to my internet. Are you under like a desk or something or a table trying to fix it? 
No. Uh, well, I'm like hunched over. Why? It sounded like it. It sounded like you were like, oh, I'm trying to get this going. Yeah. So welcome back. Like- I almost died. I fought off bears. I fought off lions. I fixed my Wi-Fi. It's still puttering along. Um, so it looks like I'm going to have to upgrade. Uh, yeah, well, the thing is we're professionals here. We're professionals. We keep it professional. Uh, but that kind of caps off. That that was a good article. Big article. Big shout out to Mass Live. Um, great writing. We'll see about podcasting. We'll, we'll see. Biggest takeaway. Yeah. I hope that people... like. There's nothing I can say to stop this, but people are going to be really disappointed if the Red Sox don't land Yamamoto. And I'm just like... I don't think... I think more people are going to be disappointed about the Otani thing. You think so? I feel like... like, No offense. I feel like most people know that that's like really not going to (laughs) happen. It's okay if you do, but I just don't see it. I think Yamamoto's... The the reason I think people are going to be pissed is because it's such a realistic target. It's just like... It fit wise, fit wise, it's realistic. It's just the money is, it's going to be so much, yeah. but that's the kind of guy you spend on. So it's, I go back and forth in my head and there's really, we're not going to know until we know bottom line, but I think there's other ways to go about it aside from Yamamoto. I hope it's Yamamoto. I'm just not, I'm not super confident that it's going to be him in the end. Yeah. Which, yeah. It is what it is. I mean, what? Like we said, champagne problems because Aaron Nola would be another higher bidder. Yeah. I think the best part of that article, well, I'm being biased, but the, I think the most realistic part of that article is Chris Cotillo saying they're going to be in on Yamamoto, they're not going to get him, and they're going to pivot to Aaron Nola because of the exact reasons he said he's a veteran, he eats innings, he's talented, he's a good pitcher, so... I'd be totally fine. If Aaron Noll is the opening day starter for the Red Sox next year, I'd be happy about it. Can I tell you one takeaway that I had? Yeah, you can tell me one takeaway. Okay, one thing. Um, Their biggest targets on everything was pitching. I mean, that was also all the questions we read were kind of pitching heavy, but it was all focused on the starters. And that means that we've got some solid relievers coming back which we're fortunate to have on. So we're going to pivot out of this uh, little make-believe land and take you to real-life land. And we're going to be chatting with Zach Kelly, relief pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, longtime friend of the Bradfoe Show, big hockey guy. Uh, He was up here as a commie uh, rooting on the commanders as they beat the hell out of uh, Bill Belichick, who might go and coach for him. Um, so we'll see. We'll have a little conversation about that. Maybe a little baseball. We'll see if we'll talk baseball. I don't mostly some football talk. I guess that's the the season, even though this is the baseball podcast. Uh, I don't know if there's anything I want to talk about less than the current New England friggin' Patriots team. There's oh, no, it's gonna be fun. Never... Well, he, hey, let him have his moment. No, no, no. I want to talk about it in the light that we're gonna talk about it, but like. Patriots talk right now is just the most depressing thing ever. Oh, it makes the Red Sox season look fun. Four hours of my life every day, buddy. Gresham Fourier, Dude, tune in, 10 to 2. Plug no, God. There's nothing positive about this team. Nothing. Oh, Pop Douglas. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Booty when he plays. Yeah. He, uh, classic Belichick. The guy makes one mistake. Save for, save for, save for Zach. Save for Zach. Save for Zach. 
Oh, save it for Zach. God. All right, here's Zach. I can't no, 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 no. Save it for Zach. Save it for Zach. I'm so angry. Here's Zach. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the show. Longtime friend, Zach Kelly. How you doing? Fresh off a win. Fresh off a dub. How how we doing, guys? Good, Uh, Could be better. Could be better. I mean... (laughs) We actually we were we're courteous enough to and this is this is past coop looking out for present coop, uh, knowing that you're probably going to end up winning that game yesterday when I ahead of time said, no, enjoy the rest of the afternoon after the game. We don't we won't record directly after. So I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. You, you left it open. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. you left it open, which I you know you got to do it sometimes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> did, did you get to enjoy the win at all afterwards? Is I I don't really go. Patriots games aren't fun anymore, so you don't really go. Is there that much of like an atmosphere after now? No, we uh, <laughs> after the game we just kind of left and then went back to the hotel and watched all the four o'clock games. That's about it. <laughs> what a wild time! <laughs> it was it was electric. Would you um? Uh, they uh. I, they say like Patriot Place is cool and all, but like obviously we figured after a game it'll just be packed and not worth going. Everything's to. closed. No, honestly, the best time really? to go to Patriot Place is like middle of the week. 
and it's open. There's still people there. Oh, really? Yeah, tons to do. It's act- it's cool. It's uh, they've been building it up since the early 2000s, and it's just gotten cooler and cooler. So, great Bass Pro Shop. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we had to walk. We had to walk to the Bass Pro to get our Uber back. It was like a mile and a half. That's a haul. Getting out of that it was miserable oh man um, first time i went to more, a game i sat in the parking lot for almost two hours after the game trying to get out awful that's why you have to yeah, park down our, route one yeah yeah our hotel was like 10 minutes away our uber to the game was eight bucks and on the way back was 52 jeez <laughs> good for them i guess i mean they got people paying yeah, for it you got yeah, he got paid. Yeah, yeah. Good. it's not the same. Yeah, I wish you got. Did you ever go to a like a Brady era game? I don't know why you would, but like, but, no, oh, was, I wish I would have. So those better. are. It was so much better. Every the vibe yeah, was good. I'm, Everyone was happy. Brady runs out. People go nuts. Now it's like, it's sad. I didn't know if I was like allowed to bring up the Brady era. I don't know if that's like a touchy subject or not. No, I mean, it, it's it is what it is. Like I <laughs> I said in like a meeting today. Uh, for 2400 I was like I said they're based out of Philly and I just kind of like I was like you guys will be happy to know that like I concede like the dynasty is dead so like if, if you, like I like I will cement that like the Washington commanders which by the way it, they're changing it from the commanders correct is that I I don't know I know that they had a petition to change it back from the Redskins from uh from the tribe that it was for and like the guy is like the logo was like a, a real person yeah. yeah and he was like when all this stuff like got changed they didn't really take any any consideration from the tribe that the redskins was from and so when they were getting got the new ownership this year the tribe was like oh yeah let's go back let's go back but they said they weren't oh, gonna go back the so owner the owner never wears commander's gear i don't know if you've ever seen that really yeah like whenever he's at games whenever he's out in public with like washington like commander colors it's never saying commander huh. i think they might be going for a new stadium first though so that would be yeah nice. that place is a dump i went to school in dc fedex is, is brutal dude yeah is that the one that collapsed? tough tough the area too on like a uh, jalen hurts like he was on the road and the yep. railing yes. collapsed. yeah oh yeah oh man that's sewage it's filling like, it's like it's like the coliseum of the nfl mm. Mm. okay i got a, a coliseum story so Real quick, I lived in Northern California for a few years. My neighbor was a big A's fan. And he was like, this was when Cespedes was the guy on the A's. The A's were really good. And it was him. Yeah, I had tickets. It was like Red Sox A's. And I was going to watch. And my neighbor was like, could you get me one of the Cespedes posters? Because that's the giveaway today. And I said, sure, I'll get you one. So I arrive at the Coliseum, get the poster. Swear to God, I'm holding the poster in my hand and I'm walking and I don't know what it is, a gelatinous glob of something falls from the ceiling and goes on the poster. It was like gray. It looked it looked like wet cement or something. It's disgusting. And so I tossed the poster and I was like, Bro, I'm, it's not my fault. Your ballpark, your ballpark destroyed the poster. Not my fault. Are, yeah. Is the clubhouse that bad there? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get to make. The Have you not? Go- okay, that's fair. Never been there. Gotta. We gotta check that off before. I mean, they. You still have another season to get there, right? Um, They're not moving till twenty five. Yeah. No, they'll be there next year. I think so. Yeah. All right, it's, so we'll get you there next bad. year. It's as bad as everyone says. It, it's. It's sad. I mean, you feel bad, but like, 
it doesn't feel like you're at a major league. It's it's so different. It's so like compared to Fenway, you're growing up going to Fenway and the aura, and it's just so incredible. And then you go. It's there. nothing like Washington now. Like the the Commanders got it bad. That's a rough stadium. It's bad. Like even the when they had like the what was it the XXL. I went to the Audi Stadium, and at least that like felt like football. That's like the the soccer stadium, right? Yeah, they were using it for the defenders at the time. The, the like the nice. three weeks that they had there, I was there with the the cup snakes and all. Um, but I wanted to ask you because, well, like, as like someone who is a professional who has pitched in like has been in front of like the stadium and everything, what's it like when you're witnessing, like? kind of the downfall like i mean like you're on the uh, you're you got to watch like the rebuild like the commanders are kind of at a point right now where things are looking up as much as they can with sam howell uh a lot more up than like the patriots right now and you guys roll in and you beat a team that is like a behemoth like the patriots like i mean that's true like they just toppled like the right would you not say the patriots are a pillar in the nfl right now yeah four years ago well that was for zach that was a question for zach kelly not for sam i mean uh, a pillar uh, that's a stretch oh you wouldn't put them up with like the cowboys <laughs> maybe not this like year. the way that like the cowboys are a part of like the nfl or the hey, patriots without, without all the uh without all the injuries i would yeah but, okay no okay fair too many injuries fair. Dude, the commanders are like the best mid-team in the league they're, they're never good enough. They're never good enough to make the playoffs, and they're never bad enough to get a good pick. The they Kings, always keep you hoping. Purgatory. purgatory Kings. Like just go, like just go ahead and sign them up for like anywhere between like the twelve and 15, 16 draft spot. They're gonna go two games under five hundred every year. Like, but you always get like a nice win. Yes. Like you're elite, like, like you're rewarded. There's always one. There's always like one or two games. You're like, oh, maybe they're not that bad. It's. I mean, look. You look at this year. Start off two and zero, and then get absolutely demolished by the Bills. Fair, whatever. And then you take the Eagles to overtime. It's like okay, optimistic. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're not that bad. And then you get the brakes beat off of you at home against the Bears. Yeah, yeah the that's Bears. that's tough. That the was Bears the Jordan the Love of, one was tough. In the middle of a lot of turmoil. Yeah. Too. And you you do the same thing against the Eagles again. Like okay, maybe we're not that bad. And then you then you get beat by the Giants. It's like, but you get the Patriots. You got the you got the pillar of the NFL. You got the Patriots. I was trying to give hey, you a nice little a nice little up there. You guys need it that. A, it was a road win. We did need that. We did need that. Sorry, right? I'm there to prop you up. Like I said, uh, we're, we're Patriots. Uh, you see, good. You guys, you guys have had so like just years and years on on your high horse. I've never had that ever. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like you well, might the be there now. Got, the last time we got in the playoffs, we had we were like five a five hundred team, I think. I don't. We might have even been a game under five hundred. So then we somehow snuck into the playoffs. Earlier, playoff said, teams are playoff teams. <laughs> yeah, don't don't let that don't let people take that away from you. So are you are you done with Riverboat Ron? Like, is I he? Think he's got. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's the guy. I don't think. I think they brought the enemy in as like, like a, hey, you're going to be the OC, but like, you're, you're going to be the guy. Can I interest I think that's the whole reason. I think the whole, that's the whole reason they brought him in. Yeah, that's fair. I could, uh, Ron, like, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he had like a good run in Carolina with Cam Newton, and like we just haven't haven't done it. I feel yeah, like he's, he's good at like the transition of a program, but he can't like last. Like he's good at like when like it flips over and he can like like the Panthers he brings to the Super Bowl like right away and then they fizzle out. With the Commanders, he came in, they like were kind of good, and then they puttered out a little bit. Like, is that fair? Yeah, I would say that's fair. I mean, they had to get rid of Heineke. Hey, people slept on Taylor Heineke. Heineke was people good. Sl- people slept on him. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't great. He wasn't a franchise quarterback, but people loved the guy. Was he? He was. I believe he was an XFL guy. Was he not? Uh, I think he was. He might have been. Like he I was like shotgunning was... beers after XFL wins. I think on like Twitter I at one point. We. Like he had to start a game, and like they said, he was taking. He was in grad school, and like they just called him and were like, "Hey, we're gonna sign you to be the backup quarterback." This was like during uh, COVID, I think. Yeah, they're gonna sign you to be the backup, and then like two days later, he's a starter. <laughs> That's wild. That's like the Josh yeah. Dobbs type thing. Oh, what a performance that guy! That was cool. He does all right. So, what would you bring him in as the starter for the Commanders right now? Josh Dobbs? Yes. <laughs> How is he, but he said he cemented himself as a starter in the NFL. He did. He, well, I mean, it, no, he, I, don't, I don't think he has. So you're, you're in on Sam Howell then? Oh, dude, I am, I am very in on Sam Howell. Don't, don't tell uh, Cotillo because he's a UNC guy, but like Sam Howell is slinging the rock this year. He's good. He looked good yesterday. He had that one bad pick, but other than that, he was fine. When you're going against Mac Jones, you're going to look good. Um, it, yeah, I don't. It's, I, mean, I, it's I totally tough. watched the replay like four times to see who he was trying to throw it to. I still can't figure it out. I don't know. The, the throw that he had in the first quarter would have been a first down completion. I forget to who. I, it might have been to Juju, where he was wide open, no one around him, and he overthrew it by like five yards. And it's yeah. just. It's it's brutal right now. I like I don't know how you keep doing this every year, man. Yeah, it's tough. You gotta you just gotta take your take your punches and go with them. Exactly. So See, from the good, thing for, the good thing for me is though, like we're in like not so much in New England, but in the South, college football is all that matters. And so like the NFL is kind of secondary for me. Uh-huh. And college football is is one A, and I think. NFL is probably like a three. You probably skip over two, but it's not like that in New England. So, do you are you rooting for Newberry? Or are you rooting for Gamecocks? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, always Newberry. But I'm a, I'm from Virginia, so Virginia Tech. It's not great okay. Either, but it used to be good. It really did. Vate, Vatek BC games used to be fun as hell. That was like hey, when Matt got, Ryan was got, around. Got one on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So might go to that one. I live Ooh. right next to BC, so I can actually hear the crowd from my apartment. If I step outside, I can hear them. It's not that loud. For the... It's not that loud anymore. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Well, they played Florida State. I walked outside to go to the tee, and I could hear like the, ah, they probably well, feel it. Was the Holy Cross game loud? Holy Cross. Oh, that, they did a good job filling that out by Holy Cross. I, think I, was... I saw a picture on Twitter, and it was like, the hat, it was like there was a lot of purple there. There might have yeah. been a lot more purple than... Oh, I would say there's more purple there than maroon. Yeah, I don't have any ties to BC. I'll I was at that game. Talk to me today. It was not. It, it was. It was. There was a lot of Holy Cross, but it was. There was more BC fans. BC. 
They're good. Holy Cross is good. Shout out to shout out to Woo. Holy Cross. <laughs> did you ever did you ever wear the helmet that they no, had? That was, no, that was I don't think we had that in twenty two. Okay. Do it's so I think we had the uh for like a week we had the Duran brought in like the, the marshmallow head in twenty two. Okay. That's pretty fire. Is there is there like any can pitchers cross pollinate with the home run celebration? Or is it kind of like no. you guys have that thing, you guys just have it, we are have our own thing? No, that's that's their thing. Like we can't we can't we can't dabble our, our way into that one. Okay, so what would be your go to? Or what is your typical like who would you consider yourself like the fire starter in like something? And if not, or if so, like what's your usual favorite thing that a bullpen does? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be, be the guy to start something, but like I'll, I'll, I'll tag a lot if, if it's, if, uh, if I think it's cool, but like, I've seen some good home run celebrations. I've seen some bad ones, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Cause we like for pitches, we don't really have anything like that. You guys don't like if some guy gets a nice, like K or backwards K, like you do something nice out in the bullpen for him. No, we don't do that. You gotta start start that this season. You used to have a band out there. Remember that? We we do like when the when we do like when the position players hit doubles and they actually acknowledge the bullpen. Okay. Because we're cheering for them too. Half the time they just look at the dugout, don't acknowledge the bullpen. But you know, whenever they do, especially on home runs too, they get like the nice little point to the bullpen. We appreciate that. Okay. We should stand, be like a fan section behind the bullpen. Every time something good happens, hold up a sign, acknowledge the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Acknowledge us. Yeah. Or should yeah, you guys, I mean, like they're getting you more runs. Yeah, they're giving you more comfort. Should you guys be maybe holding up signs for them in, as like encouragement? <laughs> like maybe, maybe this is like, yeah. this is a little therapy right now. Are you guys not reaching across and like showing enough love to them to begin with? This might be it. I don't know. Should we just get like a big poster board that says "Thank you" for yeah. guys to hit home runs? Maybe you guys have to show a little. <laughs> we appreciate you. If it was, uh, make it in like the the Diamondbacks "Snakes Alive" thing, just the most generic font. Just thank you. Yeah. And then you put it that Times t- Times New Roman. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Forty four. You really have thank to squint you. to see it. Thank you with a period, not an exclamation point, just a period. Yeah. There we go. And they're just like they're looking at it like, oh, okay, yeah. Make it as like anticlimactic as possible. Like a regular, it gives you like a regular shoe. It, it's nothing like that'll make you like oh, but it's just kind of like oh, it's nice that they thought. Yeah, you just look at it. Oh, cool. That'd be legitimately right. funny if so, like like it would be. Devers hits a home run into right field and everyone in the bullpen holds up just a regular sheet of paper and says thank you. No expression either. Just <laughs> thank you. It's the uh, the Dwight Schrute like happy birthday period. Or no, yeah. it's your birthday. It is your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so cool. We got the bullpen celebration. Yeah, now. we got that figured out. That was that's yeah, one yeah. item off like the off season checklist. Um, but for yeah, off season, so I mean, what do you first, have ahead of you? First big move of the off season. There you go. Craig, Craig can uh, thank us later. Yeah, absolutely. Did you did you tune in for that at all? Is that kind of like the press conference? Yeah. Do players like watch that, or do you get the memo ahead of time? You get to talk with him and whatnot, maybe possibly ahead of time, and it's just uh, kind of like, all right, I, you I, boss. I tuned in for like, I'd say about 10, 15 minutes. I was at the gym during it, so it was a little, little busy. But well, okay, um, that's a good. Hey, good little good. message to Craig. You should be like, I tuned in, but just know that I was, I was also getting ready not, for it. 
No, it was good. I thought you were good. All right. I, a lot of big words. Yeah, he's a lot smarter than I am. No, much. I mean, that's Ivy. That's. Yeah, Newberry. Newberry College and Yale don't really, they don't really go together. Hey, hey. <laughs> we stick together. I, I was down in the Mid Atlantic. Or is South Carolina, South Carolina is too south for the Mid Atlantic now. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I think Mid Atlantic's like Virginia, Maryland, Delaware. It's kind of a small, yeah. small portion, Mid Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, DMV. Solid. So maybe West Virginia, you could count there, but like know. the SU, like the little leg of the frog that kicks up, up in the air, like DC. Yeah. We'll yeah. Go with that. Yeah. 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 Go with that. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on that note, I'll let you get off to your, your off season, your dad duties and everything. Yeah. Dad duties are good. He's my son's one now. He's just running around and just falling all over the place. It's fantastic. Okay. A lot of bumps and bruises, bumps and bruises everywhere. Face, the knees, the elbows. Toughens you up. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we kind of let him kind of do his thing. Maybe he'll learn. He'll learn the hard way if he has to. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, we got it. He he, he just gets into everything that he's not supposed to. You know. I I to Probably. be honest, I don't. I don't have a child, so I don't know. Well, I guess no, you do. You, you don't. But you, can <laughs> you can imagine. Yeah, it's like a puppy. Yeah, imagine when you were a kid. You just did everything that you knew you weren't supposed to. Okay, no, that's that, a, that's, that's exactly. I'm picturing exactly what your child is doing now. Um, as far <laughs> as like. This is like such boyish like thing. Like, how similar is it to a puppy? Like, if I get a dog, it's is a it is it similar? It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder. Like, I understand there's like a different emotional attachment, but like, you can't leave a baby at home. Ah! No, it's no, it's apple store. It's apple store. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, no, I knew that was a shot in the dark. There, I mean, you're not you're not babysitting anyone's kid anytime soon, Coop. No, I wouldn't babysit my own kid. <laughs> Sorry, I had to run out to Dunks. I left the baby on the couch. I hope that's all right. I wouldn't sacrifice it hey, for Dunks. It'd be like Panera. Well, put, on, put on a TV show. I feel just blow up. He's good. I put on the news <laughs> and learn something. Uh, I left some water out for him. <laughs> Gave him, a, gave him a treat. So I'll be back, buddy. Called him today. Dad of the year. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Dude, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for gloating in our faces. Uh, hey, you know, we take him where we can get him. Oh, and that last pass that got intercepted, that was not Max's fault. No. Thank you. Thank you. It, I mean, like, it's not, oh, he's not terrible. That's the thing. He's not um, terrible. No, he's not. He's, he's, not, he's not terrible. He's serviceable. He just needs better things around him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he, I mean, if, like you put him on the Eagles and with Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, like it's it's a different situation. I think he, I think he has good receivers. You can't touch push him though. I, the, dude, you cannot touch push him. No, you cannot. He's too frail. Demario Douglas. Hey, Demario Douglas is a dog. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, good. he's good. He's got, he, he changes direction so quick. What do you think? Like if you put Mac Jones on the dolphins, do you think he's even close to like what two is doing? I don't even think two is that great. Uh, no, I just don't think two is a step above. No. He's not amazing, but he's a step above. I mean, I, I kind of, yeah, I just kind of exposed the other night. I want to, I want to like and support Mac Jones. Cause he's the, he's the guy, but 
so hard for me. It's no, he, 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 he's the guy. Really? For now. I just, like, I don't think Bill's the guy anymore. Bill's... I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of hard to say Bill's not the guy. I just, like, I just want him to retire on his own. I just want to think highly of him. Oh, it's it's his job until he decides that he doesn't want yeah, to do it. Anymore. That's the part that sucks. No one's gonna tell him no. He's absolutely not. Never closer to breaking the losses record than the wins record now. I hate that. Yeah, me too. See, I want to see. I, I want to see him in Nantucket having a margarita on his boat. Like, I don't want to see him miserable on the sideline. It hurts me. That's my guy for my whole life. And now I got. That's the other thing. I think he retires and I think he just starts telling stories and I think he's probably just going to have the coolest things to say. What if he does like stand-up comedy? Should get him on the pod. Give him some stories. I think he'd come on. I think you would too. Make a phone call. Yeah. Shoot him a text. Yeah, it'll work. Rob's, I, I know Rob's got his number. Rob's got everyone's number. I'll text Bill. No, he does. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, all right, Zach. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, fellas. See you guys. Take care. All right, so that was Zach. A whole lot of fun. A whole lot off the rails. Um, I mean, that's a little taste of what the show is. Yeah, what I the mean, show is. What did we get done today? We talked why the Patriots are a mess, why the Commanders aren't that bad. We Mate. figured out the Red Sox new bullpen celebration, yep. and we established that Coop is not ready for fatherhood. Yep. Um, do you think there's Tough. a chance Yamamoto comes here because the bullpen atmosphere is so friendly? Like he hears, yeah, he hears I mean, that they're just like, oh, they say thank you to the guys that hit home runs. That's I love that. That I mean, aside from the fact that the timeline of that does not work at all, yeah, I think uh, totally. If he can somehow see the future and see the bullpen celebration and be like, I love that. And then he'll be like, uh, okay, I, I'll sign. I, Zach's on his phone right now telling all the, his boys. He's telling Tanner. He's telling Whitlock. He's he telling Kenley. He's like, you guys. We can, tell, we can tell Brennan on our own. We can give yep. the full explanation. Yep. Like, You need a plain sheet of paper, Times New Roman, no no explanation point, just thank, thank you. you. Thank you. No energy, just thank, thank you. you. That's the joke. That's, all, that, it, it's, that's it's, all it takes. Have you said thank you? you to, hey, Sammy, have you said thank you to someone today? I've not said thank you to someone today, Coop, but <laughs> maybe I will. You know would. who I do you want to say do you want to say thank you to someone with me? Yeah. I want to I want to thank that listener that just subscribed. They didn't do it at the very beginning of the podcast when when we asked them to, but they just yeah. they were just kind of like, "Oh, I'm going to subscribe right now." So thank you. Thank you for yeah, doing that. We're going to gaslight you even more if you don't subscribe. We're going to keep telling you how it's your fault that you're not subscribed. So make sure you do subscribe or you'll feel real bad about yourself because of us. We're going to we're gonna be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't get a notification for this today. And then you're going to be thinking, oh, my God, did I not get? Why didn't I get the notification that this came out? Is that a good way to get new listeners by threatening them? We're not with, threatening, uh, coercing, coercing. Oh, much better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm never there. I'll, I'll coerce you, but I'm never gonna threaten. All right. Cool. We're we're good dudes. I think that's the biggest takeaway is that we're both great guys that you want to listen to. Yeah. You don't want us watching your children, but if you got a dog, we can take care of your dog. Cat. I, I have a cat. I know how to take care of those. We guys. love cats. This is a cat friendly podcast. I, listen, friendly. cats are the best. Thoughts on lizards. Not better than dogs, but they're the best. Do you have? They're not you know, lizards, dogs. I I'm out on reptiles. Get out of here. 
So I had a lizard no. when I was younger, no. and my sister's friend no. left his cage open, and my cat ate okay. it. So, so that's why I only do like cats now. Okay. They won the war. Yeah, no. So. Um, I'm gonna treat that like uh, ownership treated high bloom. I'm gonna cast that aside and pretend it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but that's been the Bradford Show. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.